Chevrolet Straight taco and say not safe Before you cross me, look both ways Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm outer space You can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight taco and state to state Ladies and gentlemen, your host is back. Man, oh man, do I got another one. This is somebody that uh, I'm trying to link up for a while. We finally did. What can I say? She's a legend. She's a future Hall of Famer. She is the epitome of women's wrestling at its finest. Please help me welcome the one and only, the phenom, Jazz, to Straight Talk Wrestling. What's up? Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. An honor, an honor, an honor and privilege on my end. Anybody that gives me the time, but... You you agreeing to come on the show? Like I geeked out when you sent the message back saying, "Yeah, let's set it up." I screenshot it, sent it to my wife. I'm like, "Woo, look who's coming to Straight Talk!" <laughs> yes, yes, most definitely. And what really got me when you said my daughter, and I was like, "Oh man, yes, we gotta make this happen." It's a must. Yes, absolutely, it is. And uh, you know what? She's been blessed and honored to call so many people in this great business her friend. And now she can add you to that list. So that's a huge honor for both of us. Both of us. And I wanted to talk to you you guys. We live in Brampton, Ontario, Canada, which is about 25 minutes outside of Toronto. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 I'm I'm a girl. I don't know exactly where she's from out there, but Lefisto. Yes. Lefisto. She's actually uh, Montreal, Quebec. That's where she, she resides and hangs her hat. But yes, she's a legend. Uh, I've had her on the show. She just designed my t-shirt for me. So it'll be coming out soon. Well, then we're going to have to get that. We're going to have to, you're going to have two orders right here from the straight talk family guaranteed 100%. Love it. But I want to talk to you about another talent from out this way that you've had a, you've actually had a few matches with a young lady you might know, because I actually have an autograph from her and you're in the picture. A young lady named Alexia Nicole, the bubblegum princess. Alexia. She was a little sweetie pie. Oh, she's, she's phenomenal. I've had her, had the pleasure of having her on the show three times. And the last time we spoke about you, we actually spoke about that moment. And that was during your NWA title reign. And I remember asking her, I'm like, what was it like working with the legend jazz? She's like, it was overwhelming because I'd only (laughs) been in the business a short time at that time. But I went over to her, I introduced myself. She was, you know, such a sweetheart. And uh, she just said, don't worry. This is what she said. You said to her, you said, don't worry. I got you. And it was hands down. Those are my words. <laughs> there you go. It's hands down. As she said in that moment was one of her favorite matches. And um, I mean, you're going against an NWA women's champion, somebody who held that belt for over 900 days. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a staple right there. I mean, you took yeah. that title and you ran with it for well over two years, almost three, literally a few months out from a three-year reign. In this day and age, that's unprecedented because you know, Jazz, titles change hands like people change underwear. Six exactly, weeks, exactly. Weeks. But what is it? It was very, it was very disappointing to me because I had to vacate it. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really get to defend it to even give someone an opportunity to um to to get the win or or whatever. However, would have lost it or however, due to um health issues. But during that time, what I had going on in my life, I had to take the time off and focus on me for a while. You know, I lost both parents, you know, back to back. And it was just a lot. You know, people don't realize when you're a champion, when you're a world champion, I mean, it's that's it's a lot of pressure. You know, everybody wants to be a champ, but they don't know what comes 
with that territory. You know, I didn't have time to mourn. I don't believe I got to really shed a tear because I had to focus on, you know, being the NWA Women's World Champion. And, you know, just my body just started just to break down on me. It was messing with me mentally, physically, emotionally, and I just couldn't go on anymore. So I had to vacate it. And, and understandably, and condolences on that. I know losing, I haven't, I've been blessed enough to not lose either parent yet. My dad's had a couple uphill battles, had an open heart surgery mm -hmm. a few years ago, uh, currently battling cancer right now. But um, the great thing about my dad is probably a quality I got best from him is that we're stubborn. And if something's going to hit us, we're going to hit it back 10 times harder. Yes, and uh, yes, and yes, that's what, yes. that's what he's doing. He drives me up the wall, but I mean, what parent doesn't, I mean, exactly. I know I drive my daughters exactly. up the wall. <laughs> yeah, my dad had prostate cancer. He fought that for over 20 some years. Look at that. Yeah, finally just, you know, caught up with him. And the, the killing part about it with that was he was in a process of moving to, to, to come live with me in Louisiana. And the, he, my brother went out to pick him up. And uh, um, the Friday, well, he got there the Thursday and they were going to leave out the Sunday to come to Louisiana. And the Saturday they went to have dinner at my dad's sister house. And from there, my dad had to go to the hospital and he never left. Yeah. So yeah, it was just, it was just a bit much. And that was in, that was in um, July. And, and he passed away in August. And then in December, my mom passed away. So it was just, it was just a lot. <laughs> And I was in the process of moving into moving to San Antonio. So it was just, oh, my God, it, it was a lot going on. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's so great that um, your parents had so many years together. And then even though they passed on, you know, they found each other on the other side. You know, they're yes. up there right now. They got a glass of wine and they're clinking it together and they're looking down at yes. you and they're smiling. And I can guarantee you that. Amen to that. Amen, Amen to, to that. that. Well, I do my best to make them proud. I do my best to make them proud. You absolutely have. And I want to, I want to talk to you about, um, I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, your cohort in crime, Thunder Rosa, like you both mm -hmm. held that NWA women's title. And then also you've start you, you both started the dog pound dojo. And I hear you guys are two of the toughest teachers in the business. It's no nonsense when you're at the dog <laughs> pound dojo. Yeah. I, I got me, that from, second. no problem. Yeah. I got that from Maddie Rinkowski herself. When Miss Reality, <laughs> Miss Reality, I asked her, I asked her point blank. I'm like, who's the harder of the trainers, Jazz or, or Thunder Rosa? And she's like, oh, you're going to get me in so much trouble. And she's like, it really depends on the, the particulars, but they both, they both really can run you through the gauntlet. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, well, first off, let me, let me just smarten you up to this. The, uh, the dog pound. Wrestling, my husband and I founded this in 1997. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and once we got to San Antonio and um, always was a fan of Thunder Rosa and I, and I just loved her work ethic, you know, and, and I just figured, you know, the three of us teaming up together that, you know, we would be unstoppable. And we did that up until her schedule got completely hectic and she had to, you know, had to leave and 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 follow her dream and, and and focus on her career and that's been with AEW and and trying to become the women's champion in AEW. 
Absolutely. And I'm sure she'll get there. But I mean, I, and yeah. I do, I do know that you founded it in 1990, 1997 and stuff like that. But all the, all the impressive students that have come out of there, all the, the great students that have come out of there, how does that, how does that feel for you? Knowing that you've seen all those talent come out of that, out of that facility? Well, you know, it is, I feel like a proud parent because I really and truly consider those, all the students, we consider them as our kids, you know, and, and we want nothing but the best for them. And that's why we're pretty tough on them, you know, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty firm and I'm pretty straight up, especially when it comes to my women uh, that's coming through those doors, you know, I, I lay it out on the line. I let them know exactly how the business is and what to expect and, and more and mostly how to protect themselves in and out of the ring, you know? So that's, that's my, my, my biggest, um, th that's what I really, really, really focus on is to tell the women how to protect themselves in and out of the ring in this business, because it's a doggy dog world. I tell them we're all sisters in this business, but at the end of the day, everybody wants that top spot. Mm -hmm. Everybody's fighting for that top spot and there's only room for one. So you got to work extra, extra hard to be even seen, to be even noticed, to have that opportunity, to even get that opportunity to try to get to that top spot. So, yeah, I tell them like, you, you got to stay hungry. You got to stay hungry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's a, a lesson you can attribute to not only the wrestling business, but to life. You got to yeah. say you want something yeah. you got to you got to fight for every single inch of it. And then when you yeah. get it, you got to fight to protect it. You got to fight to protect. It's like once you make it to the top, now you got to work even harder to, to stay on the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't realize that, man, they think they look at all these um these uh, um, athletes on Raw and SmackDown and AEW, and they just think, oh, man, yeah, those guys, yeah, they got it made. It's like you have no idea. There's someone in, next in line just waiting for something to happen. Now, oh, and yeah. That's and that's something that I've attributed. I know I'm, I know I'm great. I've got a pretty, you know, pretty sexy radio voice, but I knew that I wasn't going to be top dog forever. So that's why I trained my replacement. I've got her waiting in the wings. If somebody's going to replace you, it might as well be your own blood. Yes, I was saying that's what we're doing now. My daughter, um, Sky, you know, I have twin girls. They're 12 years old. They both were training, but one said it's not for her. And I, and I totally understand that. But one, man, she's all in it. And she's refing right now, but she's still training to wrestle. And we're hoping January or February she debut her first match on, in our promotion, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. So that's going to be yes. fire. I already, yes. I already could see it. I could see like, that's like a, that's like Phenom 2.0. That's, that's yes. amazing. Yes. And she is, she's so funny because, um, you know, working with Maddie and the other girls, I, you know, I gave Maddie the jazz stinger. I told her take the jazz stinger and run with it. And, and my baby, her name is Sky. She's like, mama, you can't be giving them everything. Like you got to give some of that to me. Like she don't like for me. <laughs> She's like, save it for her. Well, she's not wrong. She's not wrong, Mom. No, you, no you, she's not. But I'm like, babe, you still can, you still can take it and run with it. Absolutely. She Everything can take I it and just do it better. Automatically. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I do want to circle back to some points of your history, but I do want to talk about something very cool that happened just a few months back. NWA yeah. Empower. 
Yes. All women's pay-per-view. A uh, couple legends in the back helming the way of everything. You, Mickey James, Lunder Blaze, um, kind of choreographed this whole amazing event. And what an event it was. For somebody like me who has been pro-women's wrestling uh, since even before I started this podcast, it was like, it, I was all in. I was like, yes, I'm buying this. I'm ordering it. I'm supporting it 150%. And then we got to see a little taste of hometown because we had someone who is our like national hero woman's wise since it's kind of vacated since Trish Stratus has retired. But I would say hands down for me, the next up and coming Bianca Corelli, she had her moment over there, which was incredible to see. But the talent that you guys assembled, the pay-per-view that you guys assembled was a 10. Uh, As a fan, I had a blast watching it. I found myself a couple times a little frustrated because a lot of these ladies weren't playing fair jazz. I, I expected things to be clean and they weren't so clean, but it was just a phenomenal night and a victory all around for women's wrestling. Would you not agree? Yes. Um, again, man, first of all, just being a part of the NWA, just being part of that, 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 um, that promotion, you know, like I said, holding the belt for over 900 days and, now being a producer there, you know, it's just, uh, all I can say, man, is I'm just blessed. I, I, I'm blessed. Um, and working on Empower with Mickey James, Medusa, Gail Kim, it's like, does it get any better than that? You know, and those girls, they came in, they delivered, and we knew the, the women that were handpicked for Empower, we knew that hands down, it was going to be a success. There was no way that we, we, we didn't expect anything else. There was nothing else that we expected. And the way it all went off and, and what came off and, and everyone was happy about it, the response we got, you know, from, 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 the, um, from the pay-per-view, it was just overwhelming with joy after the match, after the last match, man, that all of us, we got together, we hugged, and there wasn't a dry eye in the building. Yes, it was just such an emotional night because I myself know how far women wrestling has come, you know, and to get these opportunities and, and to actually have the time to go out and, and, and put on a great match or a 10, 15 minute match and tell a great story. It's like it's we've been waiting on this for, for a long time and now it's surfaced and like it's it's what's next? We're ready. We're ready for whatever is gonna come to us next, man. Yes. Absolutely. I, I can't wait for what's to come next. So many barriers yeah. broken. And again, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan because when you're a fan, a lot of people don't get it. They're like, How could you still love something like that at your age? Because I do because I love the storytelling. Yeah. I'm invested in the people. And now I pass that on to the second generation. And it's great because when pay-per-views happen, we're, we're all, all of us, the whole family, crowds around, yes. even the dog, even the dog, crowds around, she bites my feet. She's a little bit of a pain in the ass. She's got a small dog complex. But other than yeah. that, everything's enjoyable about the evening because it's just us as a family. Yes. And, and that's one of the reasons that I, I, I'm not gonna lie, Jazz, the first time I took my wife out on a date and we were getting to know each other and she's like, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I just leaned over and I just said, you knew, you knew that was, that was going to be your wife, right? I right just, I, I leaned in. I said, I, I know it's our first date, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to end up marrying you. And it yes, happened. Yes. And you know what else was special about empower? Because 
the majority, well, I'm going to say all, besides Mickey James and, 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 and Kong's appearance and, and Gail Kim being on there, those are the girls who's never actually been on that grander stage that people call making it, you know? And, and to me, they all, they all have made it, honestly. You know, you go from the Marty Bell to Allison Kay. You know, I remember when those girls first broke into businesses and to see them now, they're now considered vets. <laughs> you know, Allison Kay is a vet, you know, and you got Renee Michelle and she's beautiful, she's talented. I mean, it, it's just, it was just a wonderful, wonderful thing to see and to watch those girls go out there and give it their all and show the world. Just because I've been never been in WWE doesn't mean a damn thing. That doesn't mean that I'm not capable. It doesn't mean I'm not talented. It just means that the opportunity wasn't given, but I'm showing you this is what I got. This is what I can bring to the table. Absolutely. And they all did. I, I, I love it. I, I love that. it. Even though, even though like women wrestling has come so far, I still find, and I'm sure you would agree with me on this, that you guys all still wrestle with that chip on your shoulder. Cause yeah, you've knocked down the door. There's no yeah. more knocking on it, waiting your mm -hmm. turn. You've kicked that door in. You've made people see you. You've opened eyes and that's what it's all about. But now it's not, it's not like, okay, cool. So we kicked in the door. We're here now. Now it's like, no, no, no. Not only are we here, but we're going to show you that we're main event players. We're going to yes. show you that we should be the last match of the night. And we're going to show you that our belt is no lesser than any other belt that you have in your promotion. Exactly. Well said, my friend. Well said. It's like, yeah, like open the door and it's like, now we're here. Deal with it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Deal with it. Because we ain't going nowhere, brother. We're not going anywhere. Absolutely. Deal with it. Absolutely. Yeah, and what you got for us? Bring it. Let's do it. <laughs> And you know what, it, it's got to be so great because seeing, knowing that yourself was one of the pioneers in, in making people see, forcing people to see, working harder, fighting for that chip on your shoulder, fighting for those, those just fragile minutes at the time. Now it's sitting there going, huh, I got 15 minutes, I got 18 minutes, I got 20 minutes yes. to work with. Before it was like, okay, guys, you got 94 seconds. What can you do? Yes. Um, oh my God, I think I, I'm, I'm the best at that because we, we have a seven minute match plan before we get to the curtain. All right, only three minutes, three minutes, three minutes. Go, 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 go. And we had to get ourselves over in three minutes. And you know what? And we did that. Mm -hmm. We still got the recognition. People still recognize our talent. Mm -hmm. Undeniable. Absolutely. You oh, are credit with credit's due. Yes. A hundred percent. And and now, and now, now the ladies nowadays, they don't have to fight for those three minutes. Now no. they've got those seven, eight, exactly. 12, 15. I mean, look at, look at Thunder Rosa and Britt Breaker in that unsanctioned match. That was almost 25 yes. minutes long. Yes. As it yes. should be, well, as it should be. Exactly. Exactly. And I tell you, I had the opportunity to, to meet Britt Baker on the Jericho, Jericho cruise. Mm -hmm. And the last night there, um, Man, they had me walking out with her and Rebel and Jamie, man. So it was, that was an awesome feeling. You know, it's like, yeah, this is, the, yeah, the, 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 the new era of women wrestling. And I'm on the, on the stage with them. So, and, and them recognizing me and recognizing who I am. It's like, wonderful feeling, man. Absolutely. And you know what? I, um, I was a fan of yours right from the get-go because I was a hardcore ECW fanatic. I actually had a cousin who lived in Philly 
So he was a regular at the yes. ECW arena and mm-hmm. he would send me clips, snippets, tapes, whatever he could. And I was kind of, it was kind of cool to say this, but I was the one kid that was in the know. I knew about things before they became national. I'd be like, listen, yeah. you guys can like WWE. You can like WCW, but let me tell you about this place down in Philly, man. Exactly. There's no joke down in Philly. And I discovered you and I told everybody, I'm like, you guys watch, man. You're going to see this. You're going to see this lady in, uh, in WWE. Wouldn't you know it? You came in and right off the bat, I loved how um, the buildup, everything with China. I thought that was a great rivalry. And then I also loved my favorite match of yours of all time, WrestleMania 18. That is hands down my favorite match because it was you, Trish, Lita. It was three of the best ever. Not at the time, not in a period where it wasn't, you know, it wasn't right to be the best as a female. It was ever. There's only a few goats, and I, I, I'm not lying to you, Jazz. I'm not kissing your ass in any way, my dear. I list you as my top five. When it comes to goats, if anybody wants to challenge me, you are in my top five. You, Trish, Lita, you three are in my top five. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you're right, man. We, uh, WrestleMania 18, of course, when people ask me my favorite match ever, it's, it's hands down WrestleMania 18. Um, to be in the ring with Trish and Lita at the same time, you know, WrestleMania gets no better than that. But I'm going to tell you the best part about it, walking down that ramp, representing African, the first African-American woman to walk down that ramp, doing a WrestleMania as the WWE Women's World Champion. Mm-hmm. Standing there at the end of the match, getting my hand raised and walking back up at ramp and still WWE Women's World Champion. That's it. It's nothing else for me to accomplish. <laughs> is, there, is there any other moment than a WrestleMania moment? I mean, sure, there's been a lot of great moments in a career, but everybody lives for that. I don't even want to call it a WrestleMania moment. I just want to call it a career-defining moment. Is there anything well, better? besides... Besides WrestleMania 18, of course, I got to uh, be a part of 19 also, but 18 is one of my favorites. And another moment that stands out for me in this business is when I wrestled Jason Knight in ECW, Heat Wave 99. That right there was the introduction of jazz. And Paul Lee and Tommy Dreamer believed in me enough to where they gave me that opportunity. Now, I had only trained for like eight months. Mm -hmm. And here I am walking out the curtain, ECW, Heat Wave 99, green as can be, not even realize an opportunity that's given to me. I'm so green, I don't even realize what's right here in front of me. I just know I'm about to wrestle. I'm about to go out there and show the world who I am and just lay lay it all on the line. And that right there, my friend, as I always said, that was the birth of the female fighting female. That moment right there. I, I couldn't disagree. Heatweight 99 was a milestone for sure. And, and I got to ask this because I'm always intrigued by, I, I've heard Paul Heyman cut a promo on the fly. I've heard the stories of how great he is, but I've never actually spoken to someone who's had the pleasure of working with him. What is it like being in the room when you see the lights, and I say lights because you got it, there's so much running through his head. Yeah. What's it like being in that space when his wheels are turning? 
And he make it feel like a Superman. He make it feel like a Batman. He make it feel like you're the, the, the top, the best hero that's that's in the room at that time. He has some kind of way, man. I don't know what it is about him, but he has a way of getting in your head and making you go out there and kill your damn self if that's what he wants you to do. <laughs> I believe he it. would tell, he told Jason, Jason, don't treat her like a girl. You go out there and you beat the hell out of her. Do not treat her like a girl. You lay that shit in. And he comes to me, Jazz, I want you to lay it in. I want you to beat him as if he'd, he'd slap your mama. You know, it's just stuff like that. He would tell you, and this is why you're standing right there at the curtain and you're warming up and you know you're next, you're on deck. And those are the, those are the things that he would say to you. So it's like, it, it, what can you do? Just but go, go out, out there, there and lay it in like he slapped your mama. Just lay it in, man. Lay it in and go out there. Just leave it all right there in the center of that ring. Yes. And again, I was so green and not even realizing what Paul Lee and Dreamer was doing for me. I mean, I went over on a lot of guys in ECW, you know, and and hands down to all of them, Pat Kenny. He's the one, he works with NWA. He's the one who reached out to me and, and offered me the job working as a producer. Him and I worked together numerous of nights, of, uh, numerous of pay-per-views, you know, and, 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 and we had fun and, and it was a blast. And he didn't never, never griped about working with me or putting me over, you know, it was just, it was just, it was love. It was nothing but love. And I always thank all the guys, man, from ECW, the, the Nova, Danny Doran, Chris Chetties. I mean, all of them for, for man, just accepting me in. And, and, and PJ for allowing me to be a part of the entourage, you know? It's like, I come through the doors being in a top faction, you know? So, yes, like I said, man, that was the birth of jazz, man, so. Nothing but love for those guys over there. Absolutely. Nothing but love back because without that moment, yes. we, would, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here right now. So exactly. I have exactly. to, I have to agree with you. And I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned Heatway 99. Cause I, I was going to segue there, but jazz, you and I are on this like wavelength where I don't need to segue. You got it already worked out. I'll just leave the room and you could just talk and then I'll just release. <laughs> no, the man, I need you. I need you. Don't leave. <laughs> so I want to, I want to actually talk about um a pretty cool moment and this is this is there's a build here a story to this so i when you appeared at impact i was so excited because like you told my daughter there you hadn't been with impact yet you hadn't worked in that division and i look at the i look at i look at the knockouts division as a division that made me fall in love with so many women that i respect and i don't mean fall in love with like oh they were hot i mean fall in love with who they were yeah. as a performer and mm -hmm. girls like gail kim Girls like Mickey yeah. James, they built that knockouts division. Those yes. ladies were doing stuff like cage matches, yes. like no, no falls count anywhere matches well before it was yes. all regular business. Yeah. And then when I see you walk through that curtain and then you're, you're managing again, who I consider to be arguably one of the greatest knockouts of the modern era, Jordan Grace. You're also, exactly. you've also walking out there with the daughter of one of the greatest managers of all time, Rachel Elring. I mean, her Paul yeah. Elring is and management is like one Oh one. 
And not only that, but I want to talk about Deanna Parazzo. I want to talk about that match, that title versus career match. (laughs) If there's anybody to send you out on a white horse, is there anybody, did you have anybody else in mind but Deanna? No, no. And I'm so glad it was her. Um, Let me start off saying that when I got the call from Dreamer to come into Impact, I almost turned it down because I know I'm not the jazz that I was 10 years ago, you know, and I've built such a reputation and and a legacy and I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to ruin all the hard work that I put in in the last, you know, over 25 years I've been in this business. So it was a very hard decision. But Dreamer told me, Jazz, you've announced your retirement on the podcast. It's like, come on. Like, you, you got to do it on a, on a grander stage. And I was like, you're right, Dreamer, but I'm, I'm, I'm crippled, man. Like, I'm, I'm not what I used to be. And he, again, Dreamer, always having that faith. He was like, I believe you can do it, Jazz. And um, I went in there, and, and let me tell you, <laughs> it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It was not easy, but the girls, they were, they were so open and, 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 and working with me and accepting me with open arms and, and to, for the first time in history ever in my career, excuse me, me having a tag team partner, out of all the years I've been in this business, I've never been linked of having a tag team partner and to have my partner be Jordan Grace. Oh my God. I remember when she first broke in when she was like 14, 15 years old. And for me to have that opportunity to, to be a part, you know, of her legacy, because Jordan Grace, man, she, she's a tough cookie. She reminds me so much of myself, you know, she, 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 she yeah, she would just, she just reminds me so much of me, of, of what, how she is. She's so dominant in that ring. She, she, she's nose to nose. She's like in your face. She's like, you bring it because you know what? I'm bringing it. <laughs> and I love that about her. And she don't give a damn who it is either. And that's, that's how I was. Like, I don't give a damn who I'm in the ring with. You're going to know you was in the ring with me when this match is over. <laughs> yes. So that right there was just an, uh, an eye opener to, 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 to have that opportunity. And it was, I was so blessed. But the match with Deanna, yeah, champ versus career. Yeah, that was, that was a very emotional night for the both of us. You know, um, you know, again, those girls, they had so much respect for me and, you know, to work with me, work around me. Things that I've done over the last 25 years, it, the favor was finally given back to me. You know, because I've worked girls have been in the business two days, three days, six months, two years, green as hell. But it was my job to make sure that we go out there and have the best match of the night. And, and you know, and, and Deanna, she did that. And I'm going to tell you right now, when she came to me and asked me, what do you want to do, Jazz? You know what I told her? It's all on you. It's all on you. I'm following. <laughs> That's how much I love her and that's how much and that's how much respect I have for her. To me, Deanna is a true, a true, true champion. She's everything that a champion is supposed to be. 
I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you because A, I don't want to because you're 150% right. But B, because I know you could pot, you could still pound me in the ground. You're not, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you don't look a day better. You look uh -oh. as great as you did now as you did back then. And I'll put my stamp on it. I could go back no. and watch Heat Wave 99 and I still see, I still see the Vietnam <laughs> in there. I still see it. You got it. Hey, you, you know that saying, I can fake it to make it now, but... <laughs> No, don't get to shoot me off and expect me to run and leapfrog and do all this other crazy shit because <laughs> these knees, oh my God, yeah, they, they don't like that. <laughs> uh, and, I, I, and that's why it was so hard because I know I, I've been an athlete all my life and I always thrive to be the best athlete as I could possibly be. And for me right now, me not being able to leapfrog and drop kick and do things like that, man, it's... It, it's just, it, it kind of upsets me. But I said, my legs have been good. They've been great to me. I, I mean, from, from the moment I started sports in middle school, you know, had did ran track, softball, basketball, had scholarships, you know. So, yeah, these, these, these legs of mine, these knees, man, they've been, been great for me for my, for my 49 years of age. But, um, yeah, Deanna... She's the epitome of a women's champion, world champion. She is, hands down. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Um, I got to ask you this. Uh, seeing now your daughter coming up and that she's all in and she's focused on everything and knowing yeah. the trails that you've blazed from holding multiple titles across multiple promotions, being literally the face of women in wrestling for a very long time. First, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, first African-American, WWE, yeah. World's Wrestling Women's Champion. I mean, these are these are ding ding like you could check all the boxes and jazz has it when you see your daughter and she's training and you know that 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 you've you've literally kicked that door in to make it a little bit more easier for her she's still gonna have to earn it she's still oh, gonna yeah. have to work for it and and i know she will because she's got she's got mama in her for sure she's got mama 100 and i know she's gonna be i can't wait phenom 2.0 put that on a shirt i'll buy it 150 <laughs> but knowing now what is in store for her considering the business is so much better for women now. Are yes. you, are you okay with having your daughter in this business? If the business was like it was when you came in, would you have reservations? No, 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 there's no way. My husband and I probably would have fought tooth and nails for that. You know, if it was still the way it was, you know, 20, 25 years ago, there's no way. But like you said, now with all the doors opening, the barriers broken and, you know, and, and I feel, I feel she has a better chance of becoming as, as great as she wants to be. You know, if, if she's trying to be the, the phenom 2.0, then, Hey, the door is open, baby. It's all yours. You take it and you run with it. Yes. But I tell you, we're not easy on her at all. My husband and I, no, 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 no. We're, we're not easy on her at all. You know, right now she's into other sports. She goes to soccer practice. She comes home. She get a little snack. And 30 minutes later, we're out the door to wrestling practice. You know, and getting home at, at 11 o'clock, she's going getting to bed at 12, 31 o'clock in the morning, back up, going to school the next morning. So she's talking about paying dues. She's paying dues already. I love we're it. We're just trying to tell her, but we're trying to show her, like, to be the best, this is what it takes. 
You know, just because you're our daughter doesn't mean nobody's going to give you anything. If anything, they expect more out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It's the same. It's the same thing I teach my daughter, my, my 12 year old. Mm-hmm. Like we go out to shows now here where we live and, you know, we're pretty well known and people come up and they say, oh, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. And they tell her all the time. And I, I, I give her all the credit in the world. I'm not one to say, well, it's because, you know, she had a great teacher. No, no. She's yeah. her. She's her on her own. But what yes. I tell her all the time is I'm always harping on her. Like even earlier today, I was like, have you gone through your questions again? Do you have them ready? Dad, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, no, no, listen, this is no <laughs> joke. Okay. You don't understand. I, and I gave her the speech. I gave her the five, the top five. I said this, <laughs> I said, this lady's top five Cass. She's like, no dad, I got it. I got it. I got, I got, no, I want, I want to hear you read the questions. I want to make sure they're fluid. I want to make sure there's no stumbles, no ums and ahs. Cause we have to be yeah. on point. And she was like, oh, why do you put so much pressure on me? I'm like, Cass, it's not pressure. It's the simple fact that we're putting ourselves out there and the internet is a fickle bitch and she will slap you 12 ways from Sunday. And I'm like, and there's no way that I can help you recover from that. So we've got to be on point and we got to be the best. I said, but, but I said, don't worry after you sit down with jazz, she's going to love you. So if we ever make our way out to San Antonio, she will be there 150% to greet you with open arms. (laughs) Exactly. Come on in, baby. Yes, please, please, please. Yeah. As same with us we're we're just trying to just is is and like you said in the beginning it's a life lesson mm-hmm. you know and let them know just anything you want in life you got to work for it you know nothing comes easy it really doesn't and and, and you got to have tough skin oh my god you got to have tough skin and right now you know she's still a little young you know and she's feelings get hurt sometimes but Daddy and I, you know, we don't know, no, baby, no. Suck it up. Suck it up. We tell our time, you're a bag no. You got to suck that shit up. A hundred percent. We don't sell nothing. <laughs> that's why That's why I love my five-year-old. God love my, my 12-year-old. She's, they're both the lights of my life. But my five-year-old, she falls down the stairs. She does cry. She cries for two minutes, and then she gets back yeah. up, and I go, you okay? She wipes the, wipes the, the snot bubble away, and she goes, yeah. Want to fight me? And I say, go. okay, yeah, let's do it. And then next go. thing you know, she puts me in an arm bar. And I'm not gonna lie, she digs her, she digs those little spiky heels right in the middle. Yeah, heels. She's good, man. She's good. I love it. I love it. Yes. So when a when a young lady or a young man comes to your school and says, you know what, I want to be a pro wrestler, do you guys do you guys say, okay, let's give it a shot, try one class and see where we go, or do you do you kind of tell them, you know what, I don't know if this is gonna be for you. No, I'm never going to crush anyone's dream. You, everyone deserves an opportunity mm-hmm. and a fair opportunity. Mm-hmm. We tell them to come by the school, check it out, see what you think. Of course, they love, you know, we're, we're a family there. We, we say a prayer every night after training, you know, and, you know, it's nothing but love. But, yeah, I, I'm never going to crush anyone's dream. You, you're, if you want to say, if you say you want to be a professional wrestler or a referee or manager or whatever, we're giving any and everyone an opportunity to come in there and fair, fair game on everyone. Fair game to everyone come through those doors. But it's on you what you do with it. Mm-hmm. We're giving you the opportunity. We got students right now, you know, they, they all want to wrestle, but a lot of them don't want to put in the hard work. They don't, they don't understand the hard work that it takes. They don't understand it. Yeah, you got to wake up in the morning. You got to go to your shoe job. When you finish with that, you got to go to the gym. When you finish with that, you got wrestling practice. When you finish with that, you got to make sure you get all your meals in, right? You got to eat clean. 
you know, and and and, and on the, on Fridays you leave for the road, you don't get home to Sunday, and you're back to doing it all over again. They don't, yeah, that part, <laughs> that part, they don't. They're like, oh my god, I'm like yeah. So, do you think any superstar that you can name right now had it any differently? The Brock Lesnar's, the the Randy Orton's, uh, or whatever. Because you know sometimes, yeah, of course. Our students, they know who we are. They know our accomplishments and all that. But when you're around a person every day, they start, they, they felt, they, they start to lose that, 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 that respect. I'm not going to say respect, but they lose the concept of who you really are because mm-hmm. they're with you every day. And they, and they forget that, okay, well, yeah, my coach, my coach said they went through this. My coach did this. My coach did that. Everything we're telling you to do, we did it. We're, that's why we're giving you the blueprint of what it takes to be the Brock Lesnar, to be the, the Chris Jericho's, to, 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 to be the, the rocks. This is what it takes. You can't, there's no shortcut, man. There's no shortcut because there's 100,000 other people out here right now is in the same position as you trying to make it. Now, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to outwork that person? Or are you going to sit back and let them outwork you and get to there before you can even be thought about becoming one of them? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got to outwork everyone. And that, and not only in, in wrestling, but that's, again, that's another lesson you could translate yeah. in life. Yeah. You, you want to be the next Martin Scorsese? Great. You got to work out the other 50,000 Martin Scorsese wannabes. Exactly. You want to be the next Quentin Tarantino? You want to be the next Eminem? You want to be the next Chris Jericho? Yeah as a lead singer of Fozzie, you, whatever yeah. you want to be, you got to remember there's 30,000 other people that unfortunately share that same dream and you got to outwork everyone. Every last one of them, man. Yes. I tell them another thing I tell them all the time is why is it that a person like LeBron James can practice every day, even during off season, but you feel you can only come to practice once a week and still be the best. How is that possible? It's not, it's not. Kobe Bryant, I mean, those guys, oh, my God, they practice every day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. I do, too. That's why doing offseason. I do, too. <laughs> every day I play my, my NBA 2K, I get my thumbs yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. These are guys, these are millionaires, billionaires, and they still put in the work. So why you feel that you don't have to? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Just because you may have the look or you may have the charisma or you can yes. get on a mic and flow doesn't mean when you go in that ring, you're going to ooh and ah everybody with just how exactly. you speak. You got to tell exactly. that. The, I call wrestling the great dance. It's telling a story without mm-hmm. any words. And if yeah. and if the two narrators of that story aren't in sync, the story falls apart. Yeah, people get up and walk out. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're on on narrator you're your own producer you, you know you're, you're the quinn carantino like you said you know you write your own movie mm-hmm. and if you and don't understand the, the story you're trying to tell how can the audience exactly have you ever had that happen like one of your shows somebody your students are putting on a match and the fans are like this is not what i expected and they get up and they walk out we try not to um because we're, we're there god no man we agent our our matches at our shows because you, you have to we're we're you, you you have to because you have to have structure 
You can't let them go out there and just do whatever they want to do. That's not how the business works. You know what I mean? I know what I'm saying? Um, WWE, AEW, all the top companies, they have that structure. That's because they're, that's why they're successful because it takes that type of structure, you know, is no, you, you put the period here, you know, you, you gotta be that, that school teacher. No, the period goes here. It doesn't go after that. You, you know, you gotta tell that story. It's not about what you can do It's why you should do it or why shouldn't you do it. And in terms of like when your students are excited about their match and putting something together and they come to you and they say, you know, I want to do a, I want to do a swan dive off the top rope. And you know, they the may not be I ready for that. Why? Okay. Okay. Why? Why? I'm like that too. When I'm at NWA and them girls come to me, they're going over their matches. I'm like, so you're burying your ref. What is your ref doing? Watching you while you're doing all this, you know? And what do they say? What are the responses? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't think of that. <laughs> but again, that's what I'm there for. <laughs> that's right. And you know what? It's great yeah. to have somebody, again, somebody who's been there and done all of that to bounce those ideas off of. Like you said, all right, hey, Jazz, if I was one of your students, Jazz, listen, I want to put, uh, I, I got Billy this weekend. I want to put Billy and I want to get him on the outside and I want to put him through a table and then I want to win the match due to count out. Is that a good idea? No. No. Okay. Okay. Is it because <laughs> is it because the ref would already be doing the count out? And if I put him through a table and I take too long, then we'll both be counted out? Exactly. Okay. So, so what are the rules? 10 count. You know? 10 count. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Now I gotta ask because one of my favorite promotions is MLW, and they just started their featherweight division, and they've got some phenomenal women in that roster. And they're, they're kicking butt, they're taking names. But one cool thing that MLW has, they have a 20 count. And it's something as a fan, I appreciate because it gives you that little bit of extra, you know, messing around outside time before you have to get back in. Is that something that you could see potentially the rest of the wrestling world adopting? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, oh, wow. Because here's my thing. Maybe say that for the main event, they say that for a special match, you know, if there's a table, ladders, and chairs match or something, save it for that. If every match has a 20 count, there's nothing special about it. That's just my opinion. 100%. And I, I, I don't disagree with your opinion. I, I see where you're coming from. But me as a fan, sometimes for certain matches, I appreciate the little shenanigans that go on outside for that extra 10 yeah. seconds. But does they give everyone opportunity to go out there and, and, and stay out there to the 20 count? Most matches, yes. Yeah. So then it becomes repetitive. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and see, and this again, this is why I get to bounce, I get to bounce my yeah. thoughts. And now jazz has changed my perception. I appreciate that. I do, I do. <laughs> a couple more questions, and then I'd like to play a game if you're up for it. If you're up for it, no pressure. It's a very easy game to play. I'll tell you the rules in a second. But out of all the women that are out there right now, all these phenomenal champions. Like you said, Deanna Parazzo is a true champion representing Britt Breaker, killing it in AEW. You've got the ladies, you got the ladies in WWE doing their thing. You got the ladies in NWA doing their thing. With all these phenomenal talents and all these, these women's championships being represented in so high esteem, as somebody who's literally kicked that door in, how does that make you feel? 
to see that that the 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 house that you built is intact and thriving um sometimes truthfully a lot of times i, I forget about that it people sometimes have to remind me <laughs> you know i'm just a i'm just a humbled individual i'm just a humble person like that i i don't like to toot my own horn and 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 i hate to be around someone that does you know i'm i'm the type of person if i'm good or if i'm great at something the people let me know so when people come up to me and they say these things and 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 man during my while i'm doing my retirement tour i've had oh my god some i mean some great send offs man these these promotions i've been working with you know the celebration of me and my career is just it's been unbelievable. It's it's really, really been just overwhelming. I, I try not to cry. Sometimes I have to catch myself, girl, don't cry this time. But you know, it's just it's just love, you know. And I'm just glad that I was able to be that person to help knock those doors down because someone knocked the door down before before I did. You know, you got your your Medusas. Then you have your your Moolahs and your Mae Youngs and 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 all the other women, the, the pioneers of this of this women, um, Miss Gable. I mean, you know. So we got to give our flowers and give our props to those ladies also. You know, the Debbie Combs. You know, it's those women who went through hell in order for Medusa to be able to accomplish what she accomplished. She was the first one to go to Japan, American to go to Japan. She was the first one to bring Japanese women to America. You know, so people like that, um, you know, kick the door down for me to be able to come in and say, all right, yeah, you don't have any women? Well, hell with it. Bring the men on, you know, for me to be able to go out there and have pay-per-view matches night after night, month after month with, with um, some of the top men in, in the business is known of, of all time. So, you know, so I'm just another one on that list, I feel to, to pave the way for even more women to be able to do even more now, you know, we just gotta keep, just keep knocking them down, man. And just, and just letting them know, like no longer uh, tits and ass. It's a, that tits and ass era is over with. We don't have to sell sex appeal. We're selling ass kicking. You know, it's about physicality. And, and if you think I'm sexy while I'm kicking someone's ass, that's even better. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not yes. going to lie. When my wife yells at me, sexiest thing in the world. That's, yeah, yeah. It is. exactly. She's exactly. grinding my gears. I'm like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm going to do what you want me to do. But yes. it's not because you told me to. It's just because you gave me that little raised eyebrow and you, yes. you got your hair flipped the right way. And now I'll do it. <laughs> now I'll do it. I will do it. Yes. And my final question before we get to this uh, fun little game that I got, the legacy you've left behind, like I said, it's it's eternal. It's, it's out there. Uh, Hall of Fame bound, for sure. WWE ever calls? Will you accept? Here's the thing. Why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I? There's, that's the only thing that's left for me is to be in the Hall of Fame. I've accomplished everything I feel that I could in my career. 
you know, far as being a champion, I can't even name all the promotions I've been champions for, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Yes. I, I can't name them all. I can't begin to name them all. Um, working overseas, going to Japan, representing, you know, ECW and, uh, oh my God, just going over there with Dr. Dev Steve Williams. Man, it's, I, I've accomplished quite a lot. And yeah, that will be the, uh, the cherry on, the, on top. That's WWE Hall of Fame. That's a yes. great answer. That's a great answer yes. and a great way to, to end yes. this right before we get to the fun side of stuff. Cause we've done all the serious conversations. It's all out of the way. You and I got a great wavelength. So the game is really simple. I'm just going to give you two options and you say the first one that pops in your head. So something really simple, like pizza, chicken wings. All right. All right. So here we go. Chocolate or vanilla ice cream. Vanilla. Starbucks because coffee. Chocolate cake with vanilla ice cream. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. All right. Apple pie, pumpkin pie. Neither. Okay. Fair enough. That's an option too. Sweet potato pie. Oh, I didn't think I'm of the, from the south, bro. I'm from the oh. south. Don't All right. Well, you know what? Apple pie, pumpkin pie. No, no, no. Here's a here's a good one because I did have some friends of mine who were from the south, and these are two of my favorite thing: fried okra, collard greens. Both combined. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And the final question, it's not a yes or no question, but I got to get your opinion on this. Does pineapple belong on pizza? If you're a stoner, maybe. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza. And I don't do that, but I love it. I Listen, Jazz, hear me out on my theory. It's literally all four food groups. You got your bread, your cheese, your meat, and your fruit and vegetables. Come on, here's Jazz. My, here's my take on that. I'll eat it, but I'm not going to buy it. Okay, so if it's there, you'll eat it. If it's there, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm most definitely going to grab a couple slices. But as <laughs> far as me buying it, no. <laughs> no. Well, we all can't agree on everything, but that's okay. Jazz, what can I say? This hour flew by. I'm honored. I'm humbled. And now I can officially say you are a member of the Straight Talk family. Anytime you want to come back, yeah. it would be honored to have you. And before you go, please okay. shout out your socials, because if anybody out there is not following you, we got to go to their houses and just smack them all. That's what I say. Bam. Um, Instagram and Twitter, phenom underscore jazz. For bookings, you can reach me at book.phenomjazz at gmail.com. Now, if you want to be a wrestler, manager, referee, please come to San Antonio, Texas, Dog Pound Wrestling Dojo, 9703 Bandera Road, San Antonio, Texas. Um, we train uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can go to the website, which is Dog Pound Wrestling Dojo, and the dog with two Gs. Also, we now have our promotion, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. Our next event here is in San Antonio, November 27th, and it's called The Hunt After the Harvest. That's a dope name. I like that. Yes. I like that. Yes. <laughs> be sure to um, check it out, guys. Um, it will be on a social media platform real soon. We're just getting um, all the technical difficulties out of the way. We're, we're dotting eyes across the T's, but it will be 
um, you'll be able to stream it here very, very soon. Oh, my dear, we absolutely will. I'm going to tag you in everything beforehand and let you know the official date that everything's coming out. But man, oh man, what a cool, what a cool way to almost end the week. It's a Thursday before the Friday. And now I could say that one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is now my friend. That's pretty cool. I love it. Thank you. Just because you said I'm in the top five, you said the top five. Top five, <laughs> top five, all time. All right, guys, as always, I'm your host, your boy. All the links will be in. Love Absolutely. you guys. Peace out, guys. Later. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.